This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal Transfer Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for always being here and continuing to support the channel. It means a lot. I hope that you're doing good. I hope that you're doing well. I hope that you've had a fantastic week. We've reached Friday, mercifully, and uh, the weekend is quickly upon us. And to be fair, it has come around relatively fast we play Wednesday we've got another game tomorrow against Wolves I'm really excited for it I can't wait for it um and I've established something of a new match day routine I don't know if it's going to stick and some of you might even call me silly um but I've uh I've waived the the free Emirates food for a couple of the last home games and instead gone somewhere else um beforehand um which uh, I'm not going to say because if I say then, you know, I'm inviting myself in for pranks. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've 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 got a new new match day ritual that uh, I'm trialing and I'm enjoying. And even though it's costing a little bit uh, to do it, more so than the free food at the Emirates, uh, I am looking forward to doing that tomorrow again. Uh, I don't know how long I'm going to be doing this ritual for. That I'm going to keep you in suspense about. Maybe I'll reveal it depending on how successful this ritual becomes. Um, but good morning to those joining us. I uh, hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you, as always, for joining us. Um, drop a like and uh, help us on our way to 1K every single day. Uh, good morning to Matt G, to Paul, to Ray. Good morning to Barry, to Glenn. Good morning to Black Shine and Kim and old Dave. Good morning to Pam. Damien runs with cows. Martin, Pikahu, Valor. Uh, Rob, Rich, Carl, Stevie, Temi, Grantly, Poos, Rowan, Franklin, Owalawale. Uh, Martin, Roy, uh, plenty more uh, of you guys and girls as well joining us in the chat box. Thank you so much, as always, for doing so. Uh, it means a lot. Um, you can go and check out our show that we did yesterday. Uh, myself and James from AF TV were, joined, uh, were joining you guys in the chat box to uh, to talk specifically about uh, kind of Kai Havertz and a lot of detail. Uh, by the way, for those that took offense at the thumbnail, it was very tongue-in-cheek. I don't know why people took it so seriously. 
I'm not suggesting you need to apologise for your uh, your criticism of Kai Havertz just yet. It's only been a week. He's only scored a couple of goals, you know. But people took it so seriously. I couldn't quite believe. People get very upset, very easy, very offended, very quickly. Um, but it was a really good chat, a really good conversation about Havertz's role uh, and the Arsenal team in general about what we need to do. Me and James often have very good conversations, if I do say so myself. So I recommend that you go and check it out. Amena, he says, such a good show. There you go. So Amena's watched it, enjoyed it, and I uh, hope that you do too. Uh, Angela says, aren't you missing out on the Arsenal cheesecake? Well, the Arsenal cheesecake's not been around for a little bit, Angela, to be fair. Uh, last week, it was kind of like a big Jaffa cake last time or coffee and walnut, which is not my favorite cake at all. So it's not like you're never guaranteed you're going to get it. And I haven't got it. And to be fair, just because I don't have that, the main food bit doesn't mean that I can't eat somewhere else and then go and get a free dessert in the Emirates. That That's the tactic. That is that is the way forwards. Matt G says, ha who took offense? Just just easily offended people, Matt. It's the same type of people that are going to be very offended about how we start today's show and we do start by talking about the women's team <laughs> those people i don't come here for women's team news because i'm sexist and i don't care uh, <laughs> but we are going to talk about the women's team very quickly because we need to talk about it being a brand new month and of course not only it being a brand new month but this is kind of a brand new show because of course a month before the transfer window starts we always kick off with the arsenal transfer show so this is not the arsenal news show this is the arsenal transfer show so uh in december arsenal's women's team join side of our side will play three games we've got chelsea and tottenham in the wsl and we've got spurs at home in the conti cup as well of course arsenal the holders of the Conti Cup, um, and uh, we hope at least to see plenty uh, of, uh, of fantastic results from those games. It is a tough run. Spurs twice uh, and Chelsea once. It's a big, big month, and hopefully we can get behind the girls and get um, our, all our way to the top of the WSL. Hopefully it's a big, big game coming up on the 10th of December against Chelsea. Uh, Arteta uh, has got eight games to, uh, to contend with. We were at home to Wolves. We are then away to Luton Town. We are then away to Aston Villa. We then got that dead rubber game against uh, PSV, followed by a home clash against Brighton. Away to Liverpool. Then after Christmas, we've got West Ham United, which uh, I'm actually on annual leave for. So that's going to be a game I'm going to be able to watch as a fan for the first time in a very, very long time. Uh, and then Fulham away on uh, New Year's Eve as well. So... Uh, so a really, really hectic month, a lot of football to be played, a lot of stuff to be said. Um, and I'm very looking forward to hopefully Arsenal smashing all eight of those games this season. But let's get into some of the main stories for the show. Uh, I spoke to Gabriel Jesus after the game against um, Lons in the Champions League. And he spoke to me about his context when he was away with Brazil being taken out of co uh, out of context completely. And he also touched upon the links to strikers uh, that Arsenal have been experiencing. If you might remember, he had those comments where he said, like, goals aren't his strong point and they were really taken out of context. And there was a lot of words before those famous... Fame, I say famous because it kind of went viral, it did. So sit back, relax, and have a listen to my chat with uh, Gabriel Jesus. Gabby, you've scored in every single Champions League game you've played in in the group stage. What is it that brings consistency to your game in the Champions League and how do you translate that to your Premier League fixtures? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's hard to explain, you know. I, I said uh, after the game against Argentina, I said, and then people don't understand sometimes, uh, but I said and then people, you know, took out of contest and they say, oh, Gabi, uh, he's no, his point is not like, uh, he's no strong scoring. I say this, but in another way, you know, uh, I have a, another 
another qualities as well but i can score guys yeah. you know like i know i i'm missing to score every game it's not easy like a brentford we play against uh five on the back uh, no a lot of chances you know i had one with the, the head it was no easy people don't see that sometimes people just uh, go to score there and then uh, see they score and who score you know don't see the game and then i understand my game and then uh, obviously like i said i want to score every day uh, if it's possible hat trick but that's not the reality you know and then champions league this year i'm scoring every game premier league i'm i miss to score sometimes but like I said, I'm getting better, better every day to to improve on that. But like I said, it's not only my. It's not if you if you tell my name, people uh, say another things, you know, not just goals. So I'm happy with this, but also I want to score. There's always a lot of talk about you know how many goals you score, and obviously you mentioned there about maybe your words being taken out of context, and there's also a lot of talk about Arsenal still being linked with other strikers as well, but it seems that maybe people underestimate what the role of a striker is, do you think they do? This happens, you know, like, uh, I don't know, maybe it can be like uh, Argent's uh, business, you know, talking a lot of things. Uh, like I said, I'm not the most experienced guy, but I think I'm, I, I saw a lot of things in football. Uh, and then sometimes it's like this, you know, uh, happens that uh, when I was at City, even with Agrego and me scoring, you know, Agrego was obviously the first one and me after, and then uh, I was scoring a lot and people were uh, linking everyone. So here, like I said, I don't, I don't care about this. Uh, I know what's my qualities and I know what I can bring to the team. And then, like I said, I can score. You know, it's one of, uh, I think I can score, no, guys? And then uh, I can also help with another things, like open space. But like I said, uh, the, only, the only people can see it is who watch the game and understand. Who, who, who don't understand, or he'll see, oh, he don't score today. But maybe I, I run an open space for someone, you know? And then, let's be honest, I don't miss a lot of chance. So I think uh, it's not about, you know, he, he don't know how to score. Sometimes uh, I have to be more in the box. That's the one thing I work with. And then to, tonight I was uh, more in the box. So that's Gabriel Jesus. Fantastic answers. You know, he has been certainly when I, you know, have the absolute privilege of getting the opportunity to speak to any of the Arsenal players. You know, Gabby Jesus is certainly one of the best um, that you can speak to. He gives you well thought out answers. He answers you honestly. Um, not that others don't, but just he is very raw I think in some of those responses I love the way in which he spoke about the, the words being taken out of context because it's it must be frustrating you know when you speak because everything you say is written as is and in the words and you don't necessarily get to hear how your words are being spoken and you can focus in on specific sentences well if you want to read more of those quotes they're obviously available on uh, the football.london website you can uh, watch the whole interview with gabriel jesus on the arsenal way as well so i'd recommend you going over to both of those places to to access the entire conversation with a number of other supporters you can also watch back the the martin Erdegaard discussion where uh, if you watched all the way to the end there was a, a little quip that we had throughout the um, the interview regarding him being nutmegged by Mikel Arteta in training uh, on uh, on Tuesday or Monday. Mon Tuesday, it was Tuesday. Um, right, let's move forward into some transfer stories though, shall we? Uh, first of all, according to David Ormstein, Takira Tomiyasu's deal uh, is progressing over an extension. Uh, hopefully there will be 
updates on Arsenal getting a deal done for the Japanese international very soon. His current deal expires in 2025, but there is an option for that to be extended to 2026. So if Arsenal are able to secure a deal, it might go all the way through to 27 or even 28. We can hope for Tommy Asu has been excellent since arriving. He become, has become one of the most versatile players, one of the most useful players in the Arsenal squad. And we very much hope that he plans on staying because clubs like Bayern Munich are starting to circle and appreciating how good he is. Jordan Campbell of The Athletic also reporting that Arsenal are hoping to finalise a long-term deal for Ben White. Another player whose deal does run through uh, until at least uh, 2026, potentially, 25-26. And uh, Arsenal still just want to extend it. They want to make sure they've got the players that they want for the long-term locked down. They want to reward those players with a, a better wage packet as well to represent where they are as players in the team and where they are playing as a club as well at the top of the table competing for titles. So really positive news that Arsenal are pushing ahead to try and get those deals done. And that's going to be really, really key for the team as well. And lastly, our headline story. Again, David Ornstein dropping a lot of information yesterday, very thankfully and thankful to him for this, is Douglas Louise. Uh, a deal for Douglas Louise is unlikely David Ornstein suggests, in January. However, there is suggestions that Arsenal still do want a midfielder, whether it's a six, whether it's an eight. Arsenal want to add reinforcements to that midfield area, and I don't blame them. I think it is the area of greatest need. I think a midfielder is certainly needed because we keep suffering these problems. We've got Partey out, we've got um, Smith Rowe out, we've got Vieira out, we've obviously suffered with other injuries like Martin Odegaard being out as well. Even Declan Rice had that scare uh, against Spurs. so And he was missing, I think, for the first game of the League Cup against uh, Brentford as well. So Arsenal Arsenal need to be very cautious about the depth in that midfield. And if they can go out and get a midfielder, then hopefully it is one that will add serious quality and be accessible to the team. But Douglas Luiz, I just think, is a player that would prove too financially uh, ambitious for Arsenal to get done. I just don't think it would be feasible in any way uh, and seemingly neither does David Ornstein either because uh, it'd be a very, very expensive deal to do and I don't think Arsenal have the, the financial freedom that it would take to get that deal done. Right, let's go to part two and your questions right after this. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
Right. Uh, we'll go into the chat box and tackle your questions. There is a link, of course, down in the description to get your tickets for our live event still as well. Um, thank you, everyone that's already bought tickets for the event. And uh, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to it. Right. Um, Tom, am I well? Am I well? Sabre, I'm doing just fine, mate. I'm doing just fine. It's been, you know, these last this last month has been a tough month. It's been a real tough one. November was tough, even though, you know, birthday was there. And I like November usually. It's usually a really good month for stuff but it was a tough one i'll be very honest it was very tough and in the coming months we might need to be able to speak more about why it was tough there's a lot of stuff that's going on behind the scenes but sometimes you just got to put a brave face on sometimes you got to do your job you got to go out there and you got to perform you know kai havertz might be having a bad day gabriel jesus might be having a bad day Mikel arteta might be having a you know might be having a bad week a bad month a bad year but you got to go out and you got to perform because if you can't do that, then what else is there? You know, you got to really do your best. So I'm still trying my best uh, for you guys, and uh, certainly looking forward to a, a good 2024. Hopefully, 2024 will be a lot better than 2023. Uh, Trader IQ Mike says, uh, "Is there anyone with realistic loan potential that you think may be worth a nudge?" Um, as in our loanies or a player that we could bring in on loan? Um, I, I'm assuming it's the latter player that you could bring in on loan. I'll tell you what's a really good example of a team rushing to get kind of a loan deal in that hasn't worked out. And a player that I know a lot of our listeners really pushed for. I'm not saying this was some kind of like, oh, look at me. I was right. I have a little bit. But <laughs> but Sofian Amrabat. Remember that guy? I remember comments saying, we've got to go out and get Sofian Amrabat. Like, he's on loan. How have Man United managed to pull this off? How have they got Sofian Amrabat in? It's a great option. And look what's happened. You know, he's not he's not proven to be an asset to Manchester United. You could argue that it's Manchester United and maybe it'd be different if he was here. But I was never convinced that Sofian Amrabat was the right guy for us to go. I just think that, you know, I remember people saying that we should sign him over Declan Rice, believe it or not. Declan Rice is too expensive. You can go and get an Amrabat and then go out and sign other players instead. Oh, thank goodness we didn't do that. Can you, can you imagine? Imagine if we went out and did that. That'd be ridiculous. So it's hard, isn't it, to find a loan option because loan players have to be players that are that the, the club are willing to let leave on a temporary basis, which is in itself very difficult. You look at maybe Saudi Arabia, maybe there's some players out there that have moved that want to, you know, move back to an elite league in the world. Maybe that's possible. Um, but it seems like Newcastle, I think, would be more successful and have a bit of an edge in that regard. So it's difficult to see that one happening. Uh, Mark says, I agree that we won't be able to pry Douglas Louise away from Villa while they're challenging for top four. So who is more realistic in midfield in January and maybe this summer? I mean, we'll save the, the summer part for the summer. Um, and I do kind of want to refocus things on to January because we get so bogged down in talking about transfers for next season that we need to, I think, focus in on January. And this is the Arsenal transfer show throughout the course of December and January until we return to the Arsenal news show in February. But I just I just think that in regards to midfield, a Yusuf Afana might be really accessible. His contract is up in the summer. And so therefore, you might be able to get him for significantly cheaper than you would expect in that January transfer window. So I will continue to point that out every single time. And as TJR says, drink every time Tom says Yusuf Afana. You'd be getting very, very tipsy by this point because uh, he's the player that I'd like us to see Arsenal go and get. Um, 
Let's go to Troy, says uh, Rabio might still be an option. Maybe. Uh, he's not a bad midfielder. I think there's a stigma around Adrian Rabio that fans have kind of overlooked. He's played for some very good teams and, of course, for the French national side on a regular basis. He is a player with quality. I just think he's one of those players that might be more of a loan. I certainly wouldn't sign him on a permanent deal. I'm not sure that would be the right thing for Arsenal to do. Uh, Darren says, uh, could Coop Miners um, from Atalanta be an option? Uh, contract expires in 2025. Was very, very good when he was at RZ, wasn't he? Very much linked with Arsenal. Uh, is he the type of player that would sign uh, for Arsenal in January? Is he accessible? Has he kicked on? I can't say I've watched too much of him at Atalanta. Maybe you guys would be able to tell me more so than I would. But I've not, I don't really know how it's, how it's worked out, how it's progressed since he's moved to Atalanta. They're always a side that seemingly get really good deals with players and do develop players in a really positive way. So, yeah, Cup Miners, maybe he's the one uh, for Arsenal to go for. Uh, Boston says, Fafana and Diamande. Diamande, of course, the uh, uh, sporting uh, CP uh, player that's the play centre-half mainly. And Arsenal are interested in defenders. It is an area of the field that I'm aware that Arsenal are curious about potentially getting uh, a signing, whether or not it ends up being uh, a deal that Arsenal complete in January. Some we'd have to wait and see, but there is certainly an interest in getting another defender in because they know the depth in that defensive area is not the most, is not the strongest, let's say. So certainly a defender I still think is, is very much on the cards for Arsenal. Uh, Ant says, I'm really not too worried. If we don't go for Louise, every time he's mentioned, I think we need to aim for somebody better. I think there is this, I think it's a misconception around Louise. He's a fantastic midfielder. He's come on leaps and bounds since we were last linked to him and we were last bidding for him. I think he's proven to be, up there amongst the best midfielders in the league this season. So if Arsenal were able to get him, yeah, I, I think that it would be a very, very good one, but I just can't see it happening. Uh, Sadiq says, Court Miners is not good enough for Arsenal. The guy is slow. He's a Xhaka 2.0 and Xhaka is better than him. It's difficult to disagree with Xhaka being better, I think. And if you are going to sign someone, surely you need to find somebody that was going to give you more of an upgrade and give you more than what Xhaka was. The only argument against that is that Xhaka is obviously significantly older. Could Court Miners develop into a player that becomes better than uh, than than Xhaka. Zungtar says, should we go for Lamina? He's done very well at Wolves this season, of course. Is he good enough for Arsenal? I'm not so sure. Uh, Meletti says, what's to stop Arsenal from winning both the Champions League and the Premier League if Partey remains fit and spares us a January headache for a new midfielder and we can go and get somebody like Vlahovic? I don't expect Arsenal to sign a January striker. I don't expect Arsenal to sign Vlahovic. If I'm honest, I'd be very surprised if they did. Um, a midfielder is seemingly the, the priority. Will Partey be fit? That is the question. There's hope that he could be back for uh, um, the, the, the the Liverpool game. There's suggestions that he might be targeting that game. I guess we'll have to wait and see. But it's very, very difficult to re like remain optimistic that he stays fit, therefore, for the rest of the season because he's just had so many, so many injury problems. Uh, Chris says, good morning, Tom. Andre could be a nice signing if possible. And then we could recall... Charlie Patino, maybe um, that's an option. Andre has been very, very uh, strongly linked with Fulham recently. Fulham looked like the most likely team that would get hold of Andre right now. Um, you know, they're still very much looking for a player that could replace Palinha uh, uh, in the long term, who still be linked with Bayern Munich. Whether or not they sign Palinha remains to be seen. But uh, uh, he's very much being linked with the Bundesliga club and uh, Andre seems to be their uh, number one option to replace him. Um, 
Let's go to Mark says, uh, I can't wait to see Partey, Odegaard and Rice playing together in the midfield. Me neither. Me and um, me and uh, James both spoke quite uh, at length about whether or not that was the best Arsenal midfield. We said if we were starting a Champions League final, I think that's probably the midfield three that we would end up going for. Uh, JK says, I wouldn't even be mad if we didn't sign anyone. It depends on who goes in January. Look, we have a good squad. Obviously, we always want to see new signings come in. We have this new toy syndrome uh, that we talk about all the time. But Arsenal squad is good. I talked about this a bit yesterday. Like, we moan about the bench, but the reality is that Arsenal are missing a lot of players. And that's why our bench doesn't maybe look as strong as it could be. I think it's more to do with the fact that we are missing Smith Rowe and Vieira and Partey and Timber. And had we had our full squad available, our bench is very strong. It's very, very strong. You know, I think Havertz is on there. I think Trossard is obviously on there. And Ketty's there. Nelson's there. Smith Rowe's there. Um, Vieira's there. You've got Zinchenko maybe there if Timber starts. You've got Tommy Asu and Kivior there as well. Uh, and you've got Rams. It is a very good bench. The problem is that we keep having these significant injuries, and that changes things. Uh, Hussein says uh, we should be targeting an eight over a six. We already have Rice, Jorginho, and El Nenny as a six, not including TP, who's more suited to a table six as well um, in the treatment room. I, I think you're right, Hussein. I would rather go for a box-to-box centre uh, midfielder than a number six. I think that's the right player. And that's why I like Yusuf Fofana, because he can play both of those roles um, very, very well. Uh, Tizer says, do you know if they're still interested in Martinez from Inter? in either the winter or the summer window. I agree with you about Tony. Uh, Lataro Martinez has been someone that Arsenal were linked with, I think, back in 2021 and 2020. Uh, Arsenal often keep players on their radar. You know, if they're interested in a player, they don't suddenly just wipe them off of the slate of players that they're interested in. They always keep tabs on hundreds of players around the world. So the fact that there could be interest in him doesn't necessarily mean all that much. Is there any interest that could turn into a potential offer? That would be the question. I'm not sure that there is right now. And I'm not sure that Inter would want to let him go. I think he's he's recently signed a new deal, did he? So uh, it'll be very, again, very expensive to get that deal done. Um, Mark says, speaking of Timber, those saying that he might not may not be picked for the Dutch national team suggest that he won't be fit by the summer. I think it only means that they haven't seen much of him due to injury. What are your thoughts? Uh, I think that those reports from the Netherlands are a bit telling. Um, you know, I don't want to take them lightly because typically... What we find is um, that the Dutch media are very good uh, when it comes to uh, Mike Vavak as well. Uh, It's fantastic stuff. Uh, You've got the Telegraph as well. They're very close to a lot of the Dutch players. So don't take it too unseriously. But we don't know when Timber's going to be back. Um, It's still too early to have an idea about when he will be returning to the field. Hopefully, it will be April. um, But it could be May. It could be beyond this season. Hopefully, he'll be ready for next season. And, you know, if it means he doesn't play at all, so he's fully ready for next season, so be it. we just got to hope that he doesn't suffer another injury problem because he was such, he was looking so good for us. It's such a huge blow to the team. Uh, Rob says, what do you think of Kivior's low move rumours? I feel as though we should keep him. Two defenders' injuries cost us. Uh, I have no doubt that he will stay. I'd be shocked if Jakob Kivior leaves. So shocked. Um, he you know, he's joined Arsenal because he wants to take his game to another level. He knows that he was going to be in competition with the likes of Gabriel and Zinchenko and Tommy Asu, etc. He knows it's going to be tough. So, and Arsenal like him and Arteta really likes him and they rate him very highly. So, uh, I'd be shocked to see Jakob Kivior leave. Uh, Luke says, hey, Tom, finally stayed up late in the US to watch you again. Love the show. 
Uh, Wrighty's collab with Arsenal is dropping on the website soon. It is indeed. Uh, you will be able to get your new uh, Ian Wright-inspired uh, uh, clothing. I need to have a good um, look at that. There is a, The shop is currently updating, so it could be dropping at nine. Uh, it looks very interesting. I need to have a look. Um, I need to have a look at, at it in more detail to see whether I'm going to pick it up or not. Uh, I probably will. <laughs> Let's be honest. My my record of buying Arsenal stuff is frankly ridiculous. I just as soon as something new drops, I usually pick it up. It was the Maharishi stuff. It was the training kits. I've got both of them this season. I've obviously got the home and the uh, the third kit. I haven't bought the away kit because it is. Are disgusting um but uh the all the other stuff yeah uh ian wright's collab with arsenal uh wait till you see all the little kids moaning about oh ian wright you know he's in the pocket of the club blah 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 <laughs> wait until you see people moaning about that it's so predictable what's going to happen uh trader mike says uh players are going out that you think there may be a market for i don't think there's too many of our players that will leave in january i think cedric there's a chance for him to go um you know, we might see a surprise bid for Partey. You could see a surprise move for the likes of Enketia or Nelson. I guess we'll have to wait and see. But I think there could be some surprise moves for players. I'm very interested to see if we recall any players from loans. You know, Tavares has not really been playing for, for Forrest. Lekonga obviously has been injured for, for Luton, so he's not really been able to play. He's been out and continues to be out, I think, for at least another month or two. He's had a really bad injury, which has been frustrating for him because he went there to play football and now he hasn't been able to do that. Um, so he's obviously a player. Kieran Tierney has been playing at, at Sochdale. He's had an injury as well, but he is back in the squad as well. So let's wait and see uh, what happens with with those players. Uh, Bakker Lozano says that you know that you love the sexy away kit. I just don't. I, I'm sorry. It's just, it's grown on me a bit. You know, seeing Havertz celebrating it at Brentford, that helped. But I'm not buying that kit. I think, I didn't I say we'd win if we won the league? Look, as I say, if we win the league, I'll buy that kit and Kai Havertz will go on the back and I'll sing the Waka Waka song if we win the league. Um, but uh, yeah, look, I, I can't. I, I just don't like it. I just I just don't like it. Um, Marcus says, Tom, have you had lots of coffee today? A great show and love the comedian's aspect. I think that um, I, I don't like coffee. I, I never feel like it does anything to me anyway when I do brave it and have some. Uh, I usually just stick with an energy drink or, or a nice cup of tea. Um, but uh, you can probably tell from my eyes that I am relatively tired. I did have a good night's sleep last night. I did get a good solid eight hours or so in, which was needed after the five hours the night before. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I do need to get some more rest. I do. Yeah, Hussein says it's a reflector. It's not a jersey. It just does look like every time I see anyone wearing that shirt, I feel like they should be like, you know, it's like high vis. <laughs> Are they doing roadworks? <laughs> Are they security? I don't know. It just it doesn't look right. I have seen some suggestions of the colours for next season's kits, and they could be very interesting indeed. So keep an eye out for the early concepts of next season's kits. Hopefully. We see some really, really nice kits for next season. I like the home kit. I like the third kit. I've heard the third kit is gorgeous this season. I, I love the green. I think it's brilliant. So hopefully we'll wear it more. Um, we will be wearing it at certain clubs because we won't be able to wear the other kit. Um, but yeah, it is very, very nice indeed. Uh, Anur says, TC, about Tommy Asher's performance at right back. Do you still hold your view that he's his worst position? Yes, I do. Uh, I think he's better at left back. I think he's better at centre back. Again, Waffles and pancakes, just because I think it's his worst position doesn't mean that I don't like him there. He can still play right back. I just think he's better, uh, just like I think that 
you know, pancakes are better than waffles. <laughs> so uh, that's the way it goes. I think he's better at left back. I think he's better at centre back. But he can still play at right back as well. Right. Uh, we are going to finish the show there. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Very much appreciate your time. As always, do drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. Have a fantastic day. I really hope that you do. Enjoy your Fridays. Enjoy your evenings. I'll be back tomorrow morning to give you all the updates ahead of the game against Wolves in the Premier League. Um, but thank you for joining us for the first transfer show of December as we move closer to that dreaded January transfer window. Drop a like, subscribe, stay safe, stay well, and as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90-plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.